I'm Bridget Fettersy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for August 29th to September 4th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. This episode is brought to you by Locals.com. Locals empowers creators like yours truly to publish their content, own our content, own your data, your subscriber list. Locals is where Fetacy.com is hosted, and it is an amazing platform for independent creators to stay independent. My community has robust dialogues about all kinds of different topics, and we also post memes and share dogs and share tragedies. It's really a magical place. And every community is different, which is what's great about Locals. Every community has its own personality dependent on who the creator is. Publish your content, engage with your supporters, and make money from subscriptions all on Locals.com. Ding! And speaking of which, join Fetacy.com, my community hosted by Locals.com. You will get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire every week, a day before the edited version drops. You'll have a whole community. And man, it has blown me away with how supportive and wonderful and it seems to be transcending politics and just really people are creating real relationships in there and that it it is really what the promise of the internet was in the beginning as Z-Dog, who is another creator, mentioned when I interviewed him this week. Hmm. Dumpster Fire 68 coming at you. And we are going to take a break in between this week's I know, and the next so episode. Like, are you taking a break? They're like, they're going to torture us between before episode 69. <laughs> Everyone's like, been so excited for episode 69. You're really disappointed by episode 69. I wonder what I Karen's going to do. Expensive. Like Sam and I just scissoring. Just, I know. Don't like, do, do you expect this to turn into an OnlyFans show? I don't know what they want from us. <laughs> Tell Maggie in the comments what you want for episode 69. What should we do to please you, our audience, for episode 69? Keep it clean. This is a family show. Children watch this. Here we go. Gaff in chief. Biden checks his watch during the ceremony honoring our fallen service members. Checking time. At an inappropriate hour, the Bidens were present at the Dover Air Force Base. <laughs> Look, maybe his watch has a day counter on it. And he just needed to know what day it was. He was like, is it still Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Where am I? What's going on? This whole story was ridiculous because all of the media decided to say that he wasn't actually checking his watch. Many people in the media. And then they all had to come back and retract what they said or fact check themselves and were like, actually, he was checking his watch. Do your job, journalists. Don't try and backtrack and make it what you wanted to believe. Just because something, someone in the right, the, the horrible right-wing media calls something out doesn't mean that you need to try and make sense of it. Everybody does this on the right wing, too. When their side does something bad, they try and reverse engineer what's actually happening to make it something that is acceptable. And this was just rude to all the families. Yeah. So rude. Yeah. It was just stupid. And I just feel like... There's no reason for him to be looking at his watch at all because it's not like he's like, oh, I've got to get to my next meeting at, <laughs> yeah. you know, in 10 minutes. He has people <laughs> keeping yeah, his handlers. schedule. He has handlers yeah. moving him from one thing to the mm -hmm. next. 
That is all, all not something a president ever needs to worry Freaking about. Freaking weekend at Biden's. This guy doesn't have to think about anywhere that he's going. He just shows up, wanders around. But that's true of all presidents. Of they course. are shuffled yeah. from place to place. But especially this one. Maybe he's checking his pulse, guys. I don't know. Maybe it's like an <laughs> iPhone, an iWatch. Like still going? Still Check, going? He has hand on his heart and he's like checking his, his heart rate. But it wasn't even one time. It yeah. was like every time. I mean, they draped sick. a coffin. He I try to give look. the benefit of the doubt in the, you know, I, I don't like to have the worst interpretation of everyone's actions, mm. which is easy to jump to, but this was just rude. It's just rude. Yeah. Then we've got more Afghanistan messes. Very few hundreds of U.S. citizens were left behind. General McKenzie said this. Very few hundreds. How are these the people in charge? Very few hundreds. That's like you're talking to a baby. Yeah. It's like yeah. child speak. They're trying to minimize the like sound of the number, yeah. but they could have just said like a few hundred. <laughs> Very few hundred. Not, it makes it sound like, oh, creepy. are you? Mm-hmm. It's are, creepy 1984 speak. You're trying to fudge the number or f- lie to me in some way. Yeah, yeah, it's like spin within a sentence. It's very uncomfortable. I'm not okay with this. And then the Taliban checks out our equipment, but don't worry, the Pentagon says the equipment is unusable. Taliban's out there doing it for the gram. (laughs) Just parading around in all of our military equipment. They have the parade that Trump wanted. The Taliban. It would be amazing if in those videos, Trump came, you know, they had like Trump 2024 banners <laughs> and then Trump comes up behind on the parade. We have some folks in Afghanistan, right? And he's like, this is Sleepy Joe's fault. Uh, I told you guys, I told you guys what would happen. And this is what happened. And now I have my military parade and I'm the king of Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> I just see him watching it like on television pouting and being like, see, why couldn't they do something like this for me? Yeah, he's jealous. He's somewhere out there like bad. It's not that hard to put parades together if the Taliban can do it. It would have been amazing if it was just him like a princess on a float. (laughs) With a sash and a crown. (laughs) King of Uh... Afghanistan. Oh, boy. A BDE for the vets, though. A private group of U.S. veterans called the Pineapple Express have gone into Afghanistan on their own and rescued 500 people. Yeah, that's awesome. But why the hell do they name it after freaking a Seth Rogen movie for their intensely serious mission to go rescue humans? Don't. Just something quick like that. Yeah. I don't know. Naming it Argo would have been giving it away, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Argo, too. It just seems like such a dumb name for something so serious. Were they all high? They're out there just like taking the opium fields, not even getting the people. Actually, I think that kind of fits. That holds, that holds water. As you light all three ends at the same time, creating a trifecta of joint smoking power. Oh, well, good for them, though. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, if I was a former Green Beret and had access to whatever, I would try and do that, too. To some serious skills. Some skills. I mean, Glenn Beck got some people out, too. Yeah. Some Christians. <laughs> Christians. <laughs> They're like, this is my yoga mat. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
We'd like to thank our sponsor, Sheath Underwear. You know I love Sheath Underwear. They have sets for women. They have a dual pouch system for men that is their signature little kangaroo pouch for the family jewels so that they don't get all flopping around while you're mowing the lawn, working out. These boxers are amazing. My husband swears by them. He says they're the best boxers he's ever had in his life. A game changer. I don't know what game it's changing, but apparently I didn't realize how often men had to readjust their balls and think about them throughout the day while they were just meandering around. They're two weeks behind on getting all new shipments in because we do such a rock star job. They're sold out of a lot of stuff. You just have to look and see what they still have available, but it will be replenished in two weeks. I would not promote anything I didn't love and wear, and I'm wearing the crap out of these. And you can go to sheathunderwear.com and use the code DUMPSTER to get 20% off your entire order. Link in the description below. Then we've got Get Wrecked China. Get Wrecked China. China bans men it sees as not masculine enough for TV. Broadcasters are ordered to resolutely put an end to sissy men and other abnormal aesthetics by the communist broadcast regulator. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> I love China now. <laughs> I can get behind this movement. Get rid of all the sissy men. I feel like my theory is that China is, lo- because they own TikTok and it's Chinese spyware, they're watching everything that we're putting on TikTok in America and they're like, okay, whatever that is, let's do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. The opposite of... All of this cut to libs of TikTok montage. This is our men talking too much.com. The communist cabin where everyone is equal. What does being gender fake mean? The socially constructed. Babies don't choose their gender when they're born. Uh huh. <laughs> like, for real. They're, they're like, see all this? No. Banned. <laughs> we are banning this sh- from our culture. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> Their uh, insulting term for effeminate men is kind of hilarious. Nyang pow, or literally <laughs> girly guns. <laughs> I've got some nyang pow. <laughs> hey. You've got a lot of nyang pow in this place. It's funny. So this is all about them trying to make ma- Chinese men be perceived as masculine? I guess so. Have they ever been perceived as masculine? <laughs> Oh, I'm. I'm. That's just a question. It's it <laughs> an honest question. China doesn't want any weakness. No perceived weakness. I mean, BTS is. Fucked. What are they gonna do? <laughs> is this what they're reacting to? Is like the Korean, J- Japanese, all the like girly, effeminate boy bands. The influence. We would have been so much better off if we banned those Justin Timberlake boy bands. It's true. As a culture, that's true. That was really when we turned a dark corner. We went from grunge to that. Ugh. All right, and then China restricts online gaming for children to three hours a week. They're really cracking down socially. Yeah, they really are. Sucks to be a kid in China. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks to be a little effeminate kid in China. (laughs) Yeah. What are they gonna do? Now you've got to be manly. You can't play your video games. They got rid of all the women. All that's left is war. They're creating yeah. a giant army. They're getting ready. The only thing that these guys can do is fight. That's the only place all of this masculine aggression is going to go. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Make sure you go follow us on Rumble, where you'll see all of this earlier than you'll find it on YouTube. Make Orwell fiction again. 
Australia's draconian lockdown continues. So Australia is developing this app where you have to, their government will text you and you have to respond within 15 minutes with a picture of your face and your location of where you're supposed to be. And there's going to be facial recognition, I believe. Yeah. It's so creepy and dystopian. I can't even get my mind around it. And clearly, no one in Australia has ever heard of naps. Because what kind of rule is 15 minutes? I mean, that's just assuming everyone has a phone. People with flip phones, they're in the freaking gulag. Forget it. They're in quarantine. If you are away from your phone for 15 minutes, Maggie would be in jail in like the first Every day. The first day. day. I would be so... <laughs> No way. I don't check my phone very often. Yeah. What if you're taking a long shower? Australia continues to become the psycho-abusive person that you were in a relationship with, where they're just texting you, like, you up? I know where you live. Like, when you don't respond in 15 minutes, they're like, I'm coming over. Are you cheating on me? Where are you? Who are you with? Yeah. So let me in the f***ing house! It's ridiculous. Australia is wild and out. And they're like so proud of this. They're rolling it out just being like, isn't this fantastic? No. There was a video that went viral this past week of an Australian dude on a freaking paddle board and this giant snake comes up to him. He's just come straight at me again. Oh, how intimidating is this? Hey. Ah. Hey. Come on, mate. <laughs> And he is like, ah, look how intimidating it is. Like, ah, the intimidation. And it's like, oh, it pulls a freaking crocodile dundee on the snake and it just goes away. And I cannot, the cognitive dissonance in my brain that these are the people that are accepting this authoritarian nonsense into their life and somehow plotting it, cheering for it and not seeing it is too much for me to handle. It's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> That snake is like the government coming to check on him. They're like, <laughs> excuse us. <laughs> <laughs> Making yeah. sure everything's ship shape around Our here. Our drones are birds and theirs are snakes in Australia. Yeah. You up. <laughs> it's the government. I'm going to look for you. You didn't respond in 15 minutes. South Australia dropped the upcoming vaccine requirement for truckers in the wake of protests and freight delays. Yeah. Can't f*** with the truckers, man. <laughs> no. They're like, okay, whatever you guys want. If the truckers basically strike, America is fucked. So truckers out there unite and strike against something that is important to you. <laughs> truckers make the world go round. <laughs> I, I saw two people vaccinating each other in a parking lot <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> hey -oh. All right. Then we have the patriarchy so crafty. Texas law banning abortion as early as six weeks goes into effect as the U.S. Supreme Court takes no action. I hate the abortion debate. I hate it. Yeah. There are certain news cycles that are like herpes. They just like have these flare ups in the culture and I hate them. I hate this debate. I hate it so much for so many reasons. It's there's no way to talk about it without pissing everyone off, yep. particularly if you fall where actually most Americans fall, which is somewhere in the middle in the squishy, squishy, uncomfortable middle. The way that it's framed on the left as just this decision that has no moral complications always bothers me because it's something that I think a lot of women wrestle with and acting like people are just skipping off to the clinic like they're going to get some freaking cough drops from CVS is not honest. Yep. Yeah. And then on the right, the like baby killer rhetoric is never helpful. I 
fucking hate that it's always framed around the woman. There's never any conversation about what men could do to prevent this. Get a vasectomy. Here's my idea. Get a vasectomy until you're ready to have children. And then when you're ready to have a child, you can untuck your dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what happens. (laughs) I know. I I know. (laughs) That's where the effeminate men come from. We're just not really sure what a vasectomy (laughs) is. Is she? (laughs) I know what it is. Vasectomy involves closing the tubes that carry sperm from the testicles to the penis. I just say I hate this conversation so much. I hate it. I hate the abortion debate with every bone in my female body. I hate that it's so centered around what women need to be doing or not doing or what horrible medical procedures they need to have in order to prevent this. It's never about what men can do to prevent it. And then around this debate in Texas, the whole idea that there are these narcs getting paid $10,000. Why don't you rat out the dude who got the chick pregnant, huh? Why is it only about the girl? Yeah. This, this is what drives me crazy. Also, that practice is horrible. I don't understand how this is this law is insane in its like draconian ability to sue abortion providers anyone who helps a woman obtain abortion including like the uber driver who took her to the clinic yeah so how is that not something not a law that's grounds for the supreme court to like take action on because it seems like an infringement on a person's personal rights yeah a person's personal rights it also seems like an infringement on a business's right and it's weird with all this conversation around vaccine mandates and the state of texas suing for children not to wear masks it's like there's so much hypocrisy in our culture and on the left the there's so much confusion because now there it's you've just handed the right wing a talking point on a silver platter where they'll say something like Jen Psaki this week said you know you're not a woman you can't really you wouldn't understand i know you've never faced those choices nor have you ever been pregnant but for women out there who have faced those choices this is an incredibly difficult thing and then everyone was like i'm sorry i was told that men can have babies yeah mm-hmm. and you gave them this you gave them this on a fucking platter so fuck you left wing you disorganized idiots and then if you're gonna make this big argument about personal choice personal choice around medical Why does that end when it comes to vaccines? That doesn't make any sense to me. I get it more from the right wing because they believe you're killing a baby. So they make the distinction of like, well, vaccines aren't killing a baby. (laughs) I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's their distinction. But on the left, it's like you can't argue for bodily autonomy and then say that that ends when somebody doesn't want to get a vaccine. Yeah. Because, uh, but their argument is we live in a society and you're killing people. You're killing, uh, you're killing grandma. Uh. It's all the same f-ing argument. And meanwhile, everyone's trying to control the language around women's bodies. You have, yeah. the, it, it makes me want to rip my f-ing hair out, the left and the right. And then everyone seems to know what a woman is on the left when suddenly the abortion debate comes up. Right. And f- you, you've been erasing us for like years. I'm, I, I can't, th- this debate gets worse and it gets, it's so much more extreme. And when you look at the numbers, Americans are pretty split about it. I don't know. I'm, I'm very squishy on it. I'm like, I, I'm ambivalent, which is, doesn't help anything either, of course. You can't really be like, I'm pro-choice, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I think that's where most Americans land. Most Americans are like, yeah, within the first trimester. Yeah. 
the the abortion debate makes me completely done with both parties. I'm like, I'm done with both of all of you because Mm -hmm. you're so dishonest. And the minute you need to use the completely reverse argument of whatever you claim your principles are and that you're fighting for, you'll freaking abandon it and just... It, and abandon everybody with it behind you. I'm uh, very like pro-life in the sheets and pro-choice in the streets. <laughs> like, you do what you need to do for yourself. I don't like really policing other people's medical decisions. I'm very consistent on this with vaccines, with very early term abortions. I know this is like a segment that will piss everyone off and I'm totally okay with that. I've seen really actually in the fantasy community kind, loving, and nuanced conversations happening about this. Mm. And I think people are able to have those conversations when they feel safe and they don't feel like they're going to be attacked and they don't feel like they're going to get called a baby killer or they're going to get called, you know, some right-wing religious nutbag. I can understand both sides of the argument. I live kind of in that weird in-between myself. Mm. I think, from my perspective, this is just Texas trying to get rid of all the libs moving to their state. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we're trying to get rid of all those Californians coming, and here's how we're going to do it. We're going to ban abortions. But it's a social experiment, and as Better Fantasy said in the writer's room, this is the way to turn a purple state blue. Yeah. Yeah. It could backfire. Yeah. Definitely. If you're an independent, most many independents, I think, still lean more towards pro-choice. And if you're an independent, I think this would push you to vote more blue. Mm-hmm. The, again, the hypocrisy. Like, Texas stops giving a shit about kids the minute they're freaking born. Boy, these conservatives are really something, aren't they? And they will do anything for the unborn. But once you're born, you're on your own. Yeah. There's got to be a way to reframe this, like... Maybe if I'm like, oh, the baby was, <laughs> this thing was trespassing in my vagina, <laughs> in my and I had to kill it. <laughs> that start. I know. It's a stand your ground law. <laughs> this baby has no rights to take up residence in my uterus. Uh, this this thing was trespassing in my uterus, and I you had to use force to make sure that I was safe. It was self-defense, really. It wouldn't leave. We're going to get little undies made that are like, we don't call the police, we shoot first. <laughs> <laughs> no trespassing undies. I tried to warn you. Tell Maggie your thoughts on abortion in the comments. <laughs> She would love to hear them. Tell her how angry this segment made you. And tell her on a long diatribe what you believe about baby killers. Send your abortion manifestos. (laughs) Send your abortion manifestos to Maggie. And maybe Maggie will self-abort next to it. On the 69th episode, we're going to be like, tragically, Maggie took her own life. (laughs) Reading the YouTube comments last week. Maggie sadly is no longer with us thanks to your abortion manifestos rest in peace Maggie we'd like to take a minute and thank our sponsors our brains hurt podcast and one farm our brains hurt is your very own punk rock audio green room started by Ron and Matt in September of 2020 after their punk bands were sidelined due to COVID restrictions Ron and Matt decided to start a podcast as a way to continue to put out content and thus Our Brains Hurt was born. Every week, they welcome a new guest, and they have casual conversations about shows, live tours, you know, just the banter about behind the scenes. Many of their guests are punk rock musicians, from local artists to past members of the Ramones. 
Kids. They're about to hit their one-year anniversary, and upcoming guests include Cody Templeman, Bill Stevenson, Kelly Ogden, and Fat Mike. They also have non-musical guests from time to time. Their last episode was a conversation about sex work and life in the porn industry with adult film star Indica Flower. Great name. Our Brains Hurt is available on all streaming platforms with a new episode posted every Sunday night. Go to ourbrainsheart.com. Follow them at ourbrainsheart anywhere on social media. Also follow Ron, the producer and co-host of the podcast, on Twitter at the Caffeine Punk. One Farm produces plant-based products with organic ingredients sourced directly from the farmers that grew them, including CBD products made with organic hemp grown by them in Boulder, Colorado. I love the One Farm organic hemp extract, peppermint. They also have it in lemon, natural flavor, and cinnamon. They have amazing serums and the turmeric cream. I use it all the time at night when I have sore muscles after working out and it takes away all of the pain instantly. It's like magic. And then this is the rosehip oil serum, which I use on my face to get that beautiful glow. And there is daily mushroom immunity boost. You can put this in your coffee for a nice mocha flavor, and it gives you just your immune system that nice boost. We're getting the colds, the flus, the things. You need to give yourself that boost and tender, loving care. The holidays are coming. These make great stocking stuffers and gifts. Don't be a procrastinator. Go to onefarm.com and use the code FIRE to get 30% off your entire order. The link is in the description below. Parade of morons. (laughs) <laughs> Anti-vaxxers disrupted and shut down several vaccine drives in Georgia. These f***ing f- I swear to God. I love how it's like, my body, my choice, your body, also my choice. <laughs> For this real. Is, this is like the whole freaking Republican Party's stance on things lately. Mm-hmm. They're just such, a, I, everyone's a hypocrite. I mean, I'm a hypocrite too. We're all hypocrites. That's Jonathan Haidt. Just acknowledge that we're all self-righteous hypocrites. And everything will be fine. Yeah, these people are fucking lunatics. Yeah. Why are you doing this? You don't get to run around and say that this is like personal choice and yell about how you've got body autonomy and we get to make choices for our body and then not allow other people to make those choices for themselves. It's such stupidity. It's like the level of stupidity that is existing in this country right now is so unsettling. Armies of effeminate Chinese men will be able to take over this country. Yeah. Because it's a just run by a bunch of morons. morons. <laughs> Three Vancouver public schools were placed on lockdown today after anti-mask demonstrators tried to gain access to the Skyview High School campus. Uh, everyone who's trying to make these arguments is really just undermining their arguments with like this. Hey, kids, after we do the school shooter drill, we're going to lock down the school from the parents trying to take over the schools. The crazy freaking parents and proud boys, apparently. But who knows? They call everyone wearing a freaking black shirt a proud boy. Show me how much you care about children by terrorizing the children and then shutting down their school and disrupting their school day as if they haven't missed enough school. These poor kids. Well, they have every right to hate us when we grow up. I don't blame them. Just, like, go get a f***ing life. Everything is racist. A Chrome browser extension lets you see if progressive rhetoric is actually a liberal. I mean, this is how you can find out that everything is, in fact, racist. As we've been saying. For real. So the browser is supposed to allow you to, like, plug in. It basically reframes a headline that would be, like, White men must be stopped. The very future of mankind depends on it. It swaps in like black men must be stopped. And 
if that's considered racist when you read it, then apparently the headline is, in fact, racist, which, as we've been saying... The creator of this extension is Larry Elder. <laughs> after that last ridiculous... That L.A. Times article. L.A. Times article. That's just wild when you actually do see it. When you do see those reversed, yeah, yeah, you're like, man, I'm not comfortable with this. No. I just don't think we should be dehumanizing anyone. Call me crazy! Let's not be separating people based on the color of their skin and categorizing them that way. Yeah, it's the sprinkle everything with race and watch everyone tear each other apart. That's um, what the elites will have us do, right, Sammy? That's right. <laughs> Leading us to Conspiracy Corner with Sammy Flaps and Folds. All right, Sammy. Oh, boy. Well, back a while ago, whenever I talked about the UN and the World Health Organization, we're going to be making their digital ID wallets that you store everything on an app on your phone. Medical records from allergies to vaccinations, making any transfer to another organization a breeze. Now they've published a guidance document for countries on the introduction of a vaccine passport funded by whom? None other than <laughs> the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Sam's favorite people. And then Jen Psaki also confessed to a global pandemic. <laughs> I love how she confessed. <laughs> and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. I just saw that <laughs> clip and I was like, oh, shit, I know this is going to drive the conspiracy. I was like, at Samantha Shahi. <laughs> I know. You're it like, was great. And my phone should be blowing up with a text from Sam in three, <laughs> two. <laughs> nice Freudian slip, Jen. We know what you're really talking about. Although every day I do see the light and continue to stockpile food and water, guns and ammo. <laughs> All right. Then we have dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? <laughs> Sweet green CEO. Vaccines and masks will not save us, but salads might. <laughs> so fucking weird. This is what you have to do to sell a salad. Oh, it's like a weird capitalism always winning. Uh -huh, I right. feel like that's a really long game, too. It's not like you're just going to start eating salads and like lose the... He's basically like, listen up, fatties. You don't want to die? Eat some salads. That's like a two-year two plan. I know. It's not like a <laughs> week later, you, I'm cured of COVID or whatever. Listen, fatties, it's vaccines or salads. Pick your poison. I bet the fatties are like, we'll take the vaccine. <laughs> Maybe it's like his way of tricking people into getting vaccined. Yep. Vaccinated. <laughs> vaccined. Vaccined. All right. Then we have Yuri, the infamous man who married his sex doll, is in love with an ashtray now. God, this f***ing guy. He just wants attention. Yeah. I refuse to give it to him. Yuri, you're no longer getting into the dumpster fire with us. You're going to have to sink pretty low. I mean, he to fell in love with an ashtray. I, mean, I know. An <laughs> That's ashtray. pretty low. What is wrong with this mentally ill person we keep giving attention to? And it was in like a club. <laughs> yeah, he fell in love with it doing a paid like photo shoot. Uh, yeah, he said he club. liked he liked the way that like ashes felt on his body. Stained my yeah. bare feet and body and beard. <sighs> I love pulling out the cigarette butts. Is this just like all people mistranslating what he's saying? I think he's just mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> this guy moves to West Hollywood and he'll be swimming in butt pussy. <laughs> He'd be just killing it. Just move to West Hollywood, dude. You don't need to go through all of this. You don't need to put a vagina on an ashtray. 
And then another mentally ill man throws his <laughs> penis out of a car while fleeing police and says he cut it off to save the world. I mean, this is someone who's really internalized the matriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> this, is in, this is internalized feminism. Yeah, he said the voice on the radio told him to do it. Oh, that was God. me. He was listening, listening to Dumpster Fire. Oh, Lord, that's oh, all Cut your need. dick off. <laughs> Save the world and cut your dick off. <laughs> what did he cut it off with, too? Uh, who I knows? Guess. I don't want to know. All right. And then finally, this one's for Sam. The murder hornets are back. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we miss the halcyon days of the murder hornets. Officials with the WSDA say the second nest was three times bigger. <laughs> I think that means things will get better, right? They seem to be getting angrier. They're murder hornets, Sam. Murder hornets. Another problem from China. These things are like <laughs> as big as your thumb. They're gnarly. Ugh. Breaking Bridget. Someone has been arrested for the Wii Spot indecent exposure complaints. I f***ing hate this story. Again, another incident where you had the mainstream left-wing media establishment Running with the idea that this was a hoax, Slate said it was a hoax. They said that this viral video that happened on June 24th, it was a video of a woman going after a man and saying that he had been basically indecently exposed in this woman's part of a spa. We spa, so you don't, so it's okay. I just want to be clear with you. It's okay. It's okay for a man to go into the women's section, show his penis around the other women, young little girls under age in front of young women, children, and they were uncomfortable. And then everyone said it was a right-wing hoax. There was, there was a big push that this was some hoax, that somebody went in there and they did this. And then two months of protests have happened down there. Two people were stabbed. It's been crazy. That's always framed as these right-wing. There was a great line in the Guardian article where it was like, Women who had signs that said keep women's spaces safe were flanked by proud boys or something like that. I'm like, the irony wow. of that is hilarious because they're super like men's rights and stuff. It's been a disaster, protests and violence and all because people were trying to say that this was like a transphobic hoax to try and make trans people look bad. Well, flash forward to recently and five days ago, quietly... Charges were pressed against man who identifies as a woman who just also so happens to be a sex offender with two counts from 2002 and three or three and four and six pending from 2018 and now has five more. Four women and a minor filed complaints from the Wee Spa incident. This is insane that people are defending this person as the victim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, how broken are we as a culture? I don't know how you get to a place where you're defending this other than cult, like a cult-like mentality or fear. Yeah. yeah. Where you're defending that this the, the person who did this, who is like erect in a woman's spa, that was what the accusation was. Exposing his penis to teenage girls... Or her penis, whatever you want to say. Even if you believe that you're a woman or or you are a trans woman, the fact that you can't empathize with the fear 
that you're putting yeah. these people in, the fact that you can't empathize with how the women and children might feel in these spaces and that you're going to turn everything around and make it all about you is just evidence of narcissism and psychopathy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not a total lack of empathy and make it all about you and you're the victim. It's always like reframing all of this argument so that we can diminish the way that women and children feel in these situations and they have to take a back seat to biological males. Yeah. I mean, it makes it like this does break me. Yeah. And no. on top of all of it, this person also had so many felonies. Yeah. And you're getting to a place where you're defending a, a sexual predator. Yeah. Uh, this It makes me want to kill people. The, it, makes me, it makes me violent. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you can't see how this might ca- cause harm to people because a 12-year-old girl doesn't want to see an erect penis in a spa. You're yeah. defending that. Right. Like, just be clear that that's what you're defending. Right. And then shut the f*** up about how you care about women's rights because you actually don't give a sh about women's rights at all. Or protecting children and the, how that girl might be scarred by this experience. No, there's yeah. never any concern for other people. Women and children are always put at the backseat of sociopaths and predators who are manipulating this so that they can be f***ing psychopaths. Right. And I'm not saying this is true in every single instance, obviously. And so, of course, this freaking sex offender is now... Approaching Scott Weiner, not other, um, none other than the guy that we covered last week, who's doing, the, who has the whole law so that men can go in women's prisons, and he wants, he's approaching him to try and lobby him so that there is an indecent exposure exemption for trans. For yeah, go f- yourself. Yeah, so that anytime that you're in a place like a spa and you're trans, there's no indecent exposure. No. No. Absolutely not. Get the fuck out of here. It like breaks me. Okay. I, I just, and just the way that it was spun as a hoax and now everybody's having to retract it and even the reporter is like, I regret to retract it and it, the, he's, a, he's a trans reporter. They're, they are, but it's an activist yeah. posing as a reporter and I, uh, we need to push back against this. I'm sorry. If it makes me a turf, it makes me a turf. Like, go. I think if you're a decent freaking human being and you're a trans woman, you, sh- you would still be sensitive to some of the discomfort that people might be when they're just seeing a dick flopping around in a space that's supposed to be dick free. I know. It's leading us to a very sick place as it's, a society. How do we even f-ing get here as a society? How? It's, 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 well, the fact that we're even here is so mind boggling to me. There are swaths of people defending a sex offender with the accusation that someone like me would be transphobic. Yeah. yeah. It's not even at the place where the emperor has no clothes anymore. It's like other people are taking off their clothes and marching behind the emperor and being like, look at my beautiful clothes. It's bad. If I was a predator and a f***ing sociopath, I would be like, wow, they just handed me the keys to the kingdom. Uh-huh. Prisons. Yeah spas i can go anywhere i want and if anybody calls me out for feeling uncomfortable the whole society is going to get behind me the psychopath and call everyone else transphobic for pushing back and california law made it so that that spa couldn't even do anything that day when people were feeling uncomfortable i'm sorry there need to be spaces where women feel safe yeah yeah it's literally getting to the point where it's like, suck a dick or you're a bigot. Uh-huh. Like, so, look at my dick, bigot. Uh-huh. I mean, go f*** 
yourself for real just go yourself forever call me a turf i don't care i don't care i'm standing up for women 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 Women! r.i.p mark vasto we means probably nothing to many of you but he was a huge fan i'm gonna get emotional um uh every dumpster fire i cry um mark was a big fan of dumpster fire he was in the fetishy community and he died very young and he loved this show so much and um it kept him sane during the pandemic and we had a memorial for him in the community it was weird like i've never met him you know he's a virtual friend basically from being in the community but he got to know a lot of people in there and is just a big personality and we dedicate the show to you mark um at senator rest in peace so now to cleanse your palate from this very ranty dumpster fire some internet is glorious did you know if you replace your morning cup of coffee with a nice hot cup of green tea that you can lose up to 87 percent of the fucking little joy you have left in this life Cut my jeans into pieces. These are my homemade jorts. Fantasy News. We had Reed Coverdale on Walkins. Welcome. Joining us to talk about trucking, podcasting, and the conversation that we're not having necessarily uh, in the discussion versus on the ground. He's just a great, really young, interesting thinker. Check him out. He also has a podcast. And go check that out. We're on Rumble. So go check us out on Rumble if you're not watching this on Rumble. All of our stuff will be launched first on Rumble exclusively for hours before you can get it anywhere else. So go subscribe to us on Rumble. Dumpster Fire is now a podcast. So get us anywhere other than Apple because they suck. Check out Dumpster Fire, the podcast. You can catch up on anything you've missed. Join the community at fetacy.com. Locals community at fetacy.com. You get to watch a mostly unedited version of this on Sundays. And we have workouts and all kinds of drop-ins. And it's a whole fam. Join the fam. You can subscribe to my Substack, Politically Homeless, with Bridget Fetacy on Substack. That's free. You can also just sign up at fetacy.com for free as well. So if you're trying to just keep track of us, those are two places to go. You can shop any of our merch at bridgetfetacy.com. We have beanies. We have new shirts coming, tanks. This is my vaccine passport, mugs, all kinds of things. Thank you to Dave Yates, Andy Chandler, Matt Monroe, Better Fetacy, writers, contributors, editors. We cannot do this without them. It takes a village to raise a dumpster fire. (laughs) Thank you, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Welcome back for the second week. We made it. Thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you, Bridget. Find Sammy online. Find all of our contributors online. Please give them a follow. Buy some hot sauce from Dave. Help the people who help us. Thank you to our sponsors, Sheath Underwear, One Farm Locals, and our Brains Hurt podcast. Like, subscribe, comment, share. The best thing you can do, honestly, is tell someone about us. That's really the best thing. You can share us and stuff on your social media, but if you're afraid because of our 
oh-so-crazy opinions, you can just tell your friends you think will appreciate this as much as you do about us. Thank you, supporters. Thank you, subscribers. Thank you, viewers. We love you. And thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the mic. Go to Zen Pro Audio for all of your audio needs. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of August 29th to September 4th. I'm Bridget Fetessy. Now make us rich!